Howdy-do, I'm James Baquet, also known as the Temple Guy. Jade Buddha Temple, the last temple I saw in Shanghai, is the home of several magnificent, you guessed it, Jade Buddhas. Let's visit them in this episode of... Temple Tales. Shanghai's Temple of the Jade Buddha was so close to my hotel that after checking out, I left my bag, went to Jing'an Temple, see episode 094, walked past my hotel to the Jade Buddha, then back to the hotel again for the bags, and a stroll back down to the subway station. From the other end of the subway, I caught the Maglev train, an experience in itself, to the airport, and my flight back home to Shenzhen. The Jade Buddha Temple was in some ways the most pleasant visit of the trip, despite the pressure of thinking about my flight. The current abbot, Master Zhui Xing, is forward-looking in remarkable ways. For example, he's founded a small shop at the front of the temple facing the street called Zen Coffee, where, quote, isolated from the hustle and bustle outer world, end quote, you can drink coffee while you, quote, enjoy the Buddhist music and Buddhist artworks, end quote. He also founded a bookstore with discounted books and a consultation service to spread knowledge and enhance laypeople's understanding of Buddhism, as well as two vegetarian restaurants, one inside the grounds and one facing the street. Master Zhui Xing is also involved in many charities, including homes for children and seniors. All of this progressive activity is less surprising when you learn that Yufo, its Chinese name, unlike Longhua, which was founded in 242, Jing'an in 247, and Chenxiang-ge in 1600, was founded in 1882, a mere stripling compared to the others. See episodes 090, 094, and 088, respectively. At that time, Hui Gun, who died in 1900, a monk from Mount Putuo, where I had been earlier on this trip, see episodes 056, 076, 078, and 080, made a pilgrimage to Tibet and continued on to Burma. A Chinese layman living in Burma gave him five jade Buddhas. On his way back to Putuoshan, by ship, he had walked to Tibet. He left two of these in Shanghai, becoming founding abbot of Jade Buddha Temple. The other three continued on to Putuoshan. He built the precursor of Yufo Temple to house the two statues. When that temple was overrun in the 1911 revolution that led to the end of the Qing dynasty, the statues were moved. A former Qing official, Sheng Xuanhuai, then supported the building of this Yufo's original buildings by a monk named Ke Cheng, the fourth abbot, in 1918 to 1928. A third Jade Buddha, a gift from Singapore, was added in 1989. The front gate has the usual Laughing Buddha and four heavenly kings. Next comes the Precious Hall of the Great Hero, which has the usual three Buddhas, Shakyamuni, Amitabha, and Vaishajaguru, backed by a sea island Guanin. Along either side are statues of the 20 Zhutian, or heavenly gods, whom we met at Lingying Temple in Hangzhou, see episode 072, and again at Longhua here in Shanghai, see episode 090. They seem to be fairly popular in the Zhejiang region. There were plaques, though, of the usual 18 arhats on the outside of the building and a stunning painting of them in an assemblage. I have to be honest, there may have been a time when the gilded statues of the Buddhas and heavenly gods with somewhat misshapen features were considered attractive, but I prefer the bronze figures with the natural-looking enameled colors we saw, for example, at Puji Temple on Putuoshan, see episode 078. These funky old figures are not for me. Behind the main hall is the Jade Buddha Hall, containing the temple's namesake and one of the finest such statues I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of them. 
probably more plastic than jade. If you're listening to this episode as a podcast, you really must check the newsletter version to see this beauty. The picture in the newsletter will beggar any description I can attempt. I was unable to take a photo, so what I share with you is reproduced from a postcard given out by the temple. It's a seated figure a little over six feet high, depicting the historic Buddha at the moment of his enlightenment. It's bejeweled with, they tell me, agate and emeralds. Unlike most statues of the sort, it really seems to be smiling. The other Jade Buddha, brought by Huigun from Burma, is a fairly small figure of the Sleeping Buddha, which shows him lying on his right side, head propped on his right hand, as he prepares to die. This is just a little over three feet long, and is in a building on the left side of the temple, along with the other larger Sleeping Buddha brought from Singapore in 1989. That one's a little over 13 feet long. The temple has all the usual buildings and statues you'd expect with the addition of the fine jade Buddhas, but as a city temple, it is the engagement with the lives of everyday people that's most commendable. And that's that. Until next time, may you and your loved ones, and all sentient beings, be well and happy. Adios, amigos. Check out the newsletter, which serves as the show notes for this episode number 096 at templetales.substack.com. It has pictures and links, and at that address you'll also find the archive with all of the newsletters. I think you'll be glad you did. In the next episode, let's visit beautiful Ichiyamadera up the Seta River from Iwamadera and closer to Lake Biwa.